ever wanted to get fit like an athlete, get into the shape of your life, fulfill your true potential? I'm Coach Chloe, trainer of professional Olympic athletes and visionaries worldwide who want this for themselves and know that they are able or they're willing to fulfill their true potential and they're ready. So I decided to create a series of cardio audio workouts and mindset tips. I want to share my own lessons that I have learned as an athlete myself. I'm currently aiming for the Commonwealth Games and I want to share these with you and help you fulfill your true potential. Hi everyone, Coach Chloe. And today, Get Fit Like an Athlete is all about what does that even mean to you? And I've just been sitting here re-watching some of my old YouTube videos that I made for God knows what the hell for. And it's funny because I came across one that was actually one of the first pieces of advice that I ever got when I stepped foot in France. And that was when I first came to visit Chris, who's Ollie's dad. And he moved over here to play professional rugby. And I just want to tell you this story because... It has a little bit to do with what we're going to talk about today, and that is what does it mean to you to get fit like an athlete? Now, at the time that I came over here, I was really trying to lean down, and I was working with my nutritionist at the time, and someone had said, you know, the way that my muscle looked, I should compete in a bodybuilding competition. And I was like, okay, well, that's fun. Whatever, I'll do that. And so I worked with my nutritionist to lean down even more. And I was really struggling with it. I wanted to kill everybody around me. I was so freaking hungry. Even though I was eating like a bloody horse, I was still struggling because I wasn't used to whatever it was that I was doing differently. Anyways, I was shredded as hell. My abs were popping out. I looked absolutely amazing. Um, But looking back... And looking at photos, I remember thinking that I still wasn't looking how I wanted to look. I still wasn't looking good enough yet. I didn't look the part yet. I wasn't ready yet. And I was stuck in the aesthetic. And that's a little bit, I'm I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. But then I decided I wanted to come to France and visit Chris. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to manage eating that way. In France, you know, I'm not going to deprive myself of a crepe or eating a yummy baguette just because of some competition. Like, that's not fun. And so I decided to throw it all up in the air. And I came over here and was like, I am just going to eat what the heck I want. And I'm going to have a great time. And that's exactly what I did. But by the time I got to Chris, I was probably bloated. I don't know. And he's like, where's your abs? And I was like, you're an asshole. Why would you say that? Like, I was quite protective around what I looked like and he made a comment that has always stuck with me he goes you know the abs won't make you run fast and I thought well crap that's pretty deep (laughs) and it never left me because then I moved here and I got to know a lot of the rugby players and they're all such different shapes and sizes but they all have one thing in common They're all fast and they're all fit. They're all athletes, but they are all completely different shapes and sizes. And then that made me think, 
where on earth did this version of aesthetics matter like mattering so much to the way we perform or how we should be feeling in sport and it got me thinking and so I used to think that I would feel more like an athlete if I had abs until I heard that comment and then after that again until I saw all these other athletes around me who didn't necessarily have a six-pack but they looked fabulous Um, and they were great people and they worked their asses off and that made me realize aesthetics is just one part of it you know you could be the best in the world and not have a six-pack but you could feel amazing you could be kicking ass on your goals you could have a really balanced life you know and there's so many different factors and so I wanted to know what getting fit like an athlete means to you is it a feeling is it maybe being able to do something specific or is it like achieving a specific goal you know I mean there's nothing wrong with wanting a six-pack for the first time and even maintaining one but if you do want that is there a way that you're able to do that that's going to be fulfilling for you that's going to be enjoyable for you or maybe sustainable because if it's not fun like in the pre- one of the previous episodes, then why are you doing it? You know, it needs to be something that you're going to enjoy, that you're going to feel really proud of yourself for. And I mean, maybe you're not going to know that until you've tried it or you've achieved it or you've done it. And that is part of your own journey. And that's exactly how I've learned most of my own lessons anyways, is through having experienced a lot of that stuff myself. And I remember when you know, my version of being fit like an athlete many, many, many years ago, probably 10 years ago was you had to have a six pack, you had to have really, really defined muscle, Um, you had to be number one, well, sorry, that's not in terms of getting fit like an athlete, Um, getting fit like an athlete, you had to have like a really strict diet, you know, all these sorts of things that I had associated with athletes or just being fit like an athlete and so I just wanted to come in and just debunk a little bit of that but also hear your perspective Um, I mean we could probably talk about this for quite a long time so I would really like to engage in conversation I mean you might not even be listening to this episode (laughs) but if you are please let me know below engage with me in this conversation so some of the myths which I have debunked actually I wonder if I can access it because I am recording on my phone. Let's see. Ah, okay, it's letting me. All right, I am going to access this for you and I am going to tell you some of the myths. Here we go. A few fun facts and truth bombs I've learned throughout my own trial and error in athletics and sports of the last 12 years. Now, some of these are around getting fit like an athlete and some of these are just around being able to be good at what you do in terms of running or sport. Okay, some of these will probably make you laugh. Maybe some you haven't focused on. Um, This is all actually to do with speed. Okay, so shaving your legs won't make you run faster. This is something that I wanted to prove to myself. (laughs) So when I first started competing in France... um, 
I had shaved my legs for the race and then I thought why the hell am I shaving my legs and then I saw an 800 meter runner from Australia post something about um, a question about shaving your legs and running and I was like you know what I'm going to test it out for the rest of the season I'm not going to shave my legs and just see what happens is it going to slow me down and you know what I ran a personal best so I totally debunked that one (laughs) your haircut doesn't make you faster well, heck, the type of hair styles I've tried thinking it would make me faster, is, it just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> you know, like I remember I was so obsessed with African braids. I've probably had them 10 times now and it destroyed my hair, but I love them anyway. Um, I remember looking at my coach once and thinking, you know, that these, these braids are going to make me win. And he's like, Chloe, you are the one that holds the power, not the braids. You are the person that holds the power. And I was like, yeah, 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 it's my braids. But anyways, I didn't get faster at all. Um, What you ate for lunch doesn't make you faster. This is also true. So I suppose all of the things that I'm telling you are to do with where your power lies and what you believe. The power of belief is very strong. And it's the same thing with what you believe it takes or means to get fit like an athlete as well so if you have a really strong belief around what it means to be fit like an athlete you know that could be very personal to you but it could also be false it could be a false sense of understanding or you know just it's only because of what you've heard if you heard maybe lots of other different people share their opinion on it then maybe that might change your perspective so I'm just going to keep going with these and let's keep on moving forwards okay what clothes you wear or brands that you choose won't make you faster I used to think that being like the best athlete I had to have everything matching I had to have like the best sports brands and ever since I moved to France I just stuck with decathlon brand I really really like um, their quality I really like everything about everything about all their running stuff and it's so cheap and I'm still improving over here and I'm still feeling confident in myself and I feel really good about myself so that just went to show for myself that you know clothes didn't matter Um, massages also don't make you faster and you know I used to be that person who would get two massages a week um, and I did that for four or five years And I spent a lot of money on my body. And over here, I couldn't find a sports massage therapist that could massage like I wanted. And so I had to give that up and I had to find other ways to look after myself. And, you know, I used to think if you don't do that, you're not going to run fast. You're not going to get as, you know, be the athlete that you want to be. And I totally debunked that one by obviously not having the facilities here, but I had to learn that that was also a belief that I had um, that I was giving the power to so many outside factors but it was myself the same thing with the sauna or ice baths they don't make you faster they might make you feel great and they might help decrease inflammation but it doesn't necessarily make you faster okay So knowing the difference with all these things of what feels good versus what is actually helping you improve is really, really important. Um, 
Another one, having money doesn't make you faster. That one's really close to home and important for me. Um, I was, you know, my dad helped fund a lot of my things when I was back in Australia. Um, I was training full time before I moved over here. And then coming over here, I worked with different clients. And then we had periods of having to camp because we, we didn't have the funds to pay for rent. But I was still keeping up with my training and that didn't stop me from improving yes it was a stressful period and that then affects how you train but um, it was a time that I was still able to make progress Um, like I just spoke about being a full-time athlete and spending time only on your sport won't necessarily make you faster either having low body fat percentage won't make you faster either so that just comes back to the very first thing that I spoke about of you know abs won't make you fast so I'm just going to read the rest of this post because I just want to finish this and see what might come up for you okay so I've gotten faster with all of those things and then moving to France I had stages of the lowest in, uh, the, the lowest of conditions from no coach anymore in person, no money. I couldn't afford a gym. I couldn't afford to give myself the calories that I would have given myself if I was on a meal plan in Australia. I didn't have any recovery options because they don't have sports massage like Australia here. Um, it was very hard to find a sauna, but yet I managed to get faster than I was when I was using all of those things. And so I want to tell you that it is possible to improve, not just get faster, but to improve and to get fit like an athlete, to get faster without having any of those things. And the thing that does help you improve and does make you faster is your own effort, being consistent, showing up for yourself and resting when your body actually needs it. Because your mindset is something within your control. So if you focus on your own controllables, you're already winning. You're already on your way to getting fit like an athlete if you are focusing on your own controllables. Your belief in your own ability and willingness to be courageous enough to see what happens when you give 200% or when you just rock up without feeling perfect but wanting to just try, that's when you can make progress. That's when you can get fitter. That is when you can get faster. So the power of intention and the power of belief trump 99% of all of those things. And it's one thing that my coach always said to me almost every day that your mindset will become 99% of your talents. And I just love that so much because they're such necessary lessons that I personally needed to go through so I could have that own growth And that I could bring myself back into my own power. So whether you think getting fit like an athlete is achieving a half marathon, you know, that might be a lesson that you need to go through. Because to me, no matter what you achieve, it doesn't take away the power of your progress. You know, to me, getting fit like an athlete is a feeling. It's how you feel in your mind. It's how you feel in your body. It's that feeling of feeling capable, feeling fit, feeling, you know, like going for a run and feeling like, wow, I really feel like I've improved. To me, that is what it means. Um, The aesthetic side is superficial. 
Everything else is out of your own control. So don't give your power away. So that was long. (laughs) Well, I mean, not that any of these are long, but that was just my perspective. And I just read to you one of my posts. Um, And it's a really, really exciting thing to talk about. And I think when you learn that you hold the power and that you learn that you don't have to achieve a certain thing to feel how you want to feel, it's so fulfilling. It's really empowering and it's really enlightening. So if you do feel like engaging with me, I would love to know what getting fit like an athlete means to you. Otherwise, I'll see you on another episode. Bye. But just before I go, one thing that I just wanted to say is that one thing that has improved my recovery, I wouldn't say that it has made me faster, but it has changed the absolute game for my recovery more than anything that I have mentioned in that previous audio. So it's helped me more than getting massages every week. It has helped me more than getting weekly acupuncture. It has helped me more than using the sauna. It has helped me more than just doing my stretching after training. But adding this alongside of my stretching combined has been the biggest game changer for me in terms of recovery than anything I've ever tried in my whole entire life. And I've tried a lot of things in the 13 years that I've been doing this. And that is, if you listen to one of the previous episodes with the neuroscientist, was activating your cells using NRF1 and NRF2. And I wouldn't recommend this if I hadn't tried and tested it on myself. And this is not a sponsored ad. This is just something that I have personally used for the last four years of me and my whole family. Um, It is actually now a part of my business. I love it that much. And I would love to share it with you as well. Um, If you would like to hear some testimonials for it, maybe I can pop that on my website or maybe I'll just make um, another episode just about that so you can hear some of the stories from people. It's, It's just amazing. But the one thing that's really interesting is that we all feel very similar in terms of what we feel when it comes to recovery. So if you would like to help yourself in that way, or just take your health to another level, then I do have a little discount code for you and I will pop it in the show notes if you would like to use it. But just remember, like with anything, consistency is really important. Health is a long-term commitment. Movement is also a long-term commitment. So if you're going to consider using this, make sure that it's for the long-term. Just be curious, stay curious. If you committed for a year, what could happen, how you're going to feel the changes that you might feel, okay? Okay.